0: We've got about 10 seconds to tell you about how you can get two-for-one tickets for top-draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win a five-night trip to the New York Comedy Festival while you're there, too. But I've run out of time. Frank.
1: Frank. Frank. Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio.
2: Good morning, this is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio, and I'm with The Cockerel. I'm going to see if I can find your... uh... Oh, it's been a while. Well done. And uh, Holly Walsh. Good morning. I don't have a jingle for you, but... um, Hooray for Holly Walsh! (laughs) That'll do it.
0: (laughs) A live jingle.
2: Yeah, there aren't enough live jingles on radio. We've had live adverts already this morning. It's going to be one of those kind of days. I feel like someone has got their fist... Around my heart, and he's squeezing really tightly. Oh,
3: do you know what? I quite like it. Is there a doctor in the house? <laughs> yeah. What, you think I'm no. having an AHA? I'm just worried. I thought it's not a normal description.
0: Um,
2: <laughs> so, um, Holly, for, for people who don't know, Holly is uh, well. I'll <coughs> tell you. I'll tell you a bit <coughs> about Holly. I uh, I did a pilot a few um, a few years ago, and uh, for the BBC called. Um, was it called Dog on a Skateboard? It was,
0: yeah, Frank Skinner Skateboarding Dog.
2: Frank Skinner Skateboarding Dog. Thanks for remembering, Holly. And um, as you can tell, it didn't, it didn't take off, as it were. But, <laughs> the, dog. Um, but the dog didn't take off. <laughs> but I, um, I said, I, there's this woman I want to get on the show, I said to the producer. And he said, OK, what's her name? I said, I don't know her name. He said, well, what, can you tell me anything about her? I said, yeah, I saw her do a really good gig with a heavy cold once. There's your, that's your mission, <laughs> Off you go And they found you They did And it was uh, Can I say It wasn't Holly's fault That the show um, Remained at the pilot stage It was It was during my um, Interregnum
0: I remember you did a duet With a um, maid. I did
2: I played um, Yeah The um, Hawkwind silver machine accompanied by uh, a teasmate. Do you
3: know, I'd love a teasmaid. We've been talking about getting a teasmate.
0: Do they still make them? <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't
2: know if they do. My mum was given one as a retirement present and my dad said, uh, you better give it to uh, him because it, they're really just for lazy people. They're <laughs> a mark that's lived with me ever but since. But what
0: I find weird about it is that making a cup of tea isn't the most stressful. It's not like it takes a long time.
2: Well, it's tricky though when you're asleep. <laughs> you will g- Unless you're some sort of somnambulist, <laughs> indeed. Yeah, the night, but you're woken up by this sound that goes of the of the pot that the water moving from the actual the kettle side into the into the pot side, which sounds exactly like the opening sound effect on uh, *Hawkwind Silver Machine*. So I used to sleep with a. I'm sure I've told this story before, but who cares? New, new readers and all that. Um, I used to reach across for my guitar and play the opening chords <laughs> as the um, as T's made filled up. <laughs> I lived alone, and uh, life was different. When you live alone, you can get away with all sorts of things. Were
0: you awake at any point during this? Were you asleep as you did it? I, well, I was
2: woken by the... <laughs> but still half asleep, but it's a very simple chord sequence. <laughs> and I had the guitar tune to uh, open G minor, which made the whole thing much simpler. Oh, good. Um thank you for that so uh, you can probably guess from um, my slightly tense manner that um, we're in we're in technical disaster zone again on the show but you know what i i kind of like it sometimes i feel like there's been uh, a nuclear attack and i it's just us in a bunker broadcasting to the world and that's a great <laughs> feeling i say it's a great feeling i'm slightly indifferent to it But already Holly has made my morning by referring, uh, using the phrase denim trousers (laughs) instead of jeans, which is, I'm going to call them
3: denim trousers from now on.
0: But You were talking about double denim. and You said you you were a fan of them. I am a fan
3: of double denim. We should uh, allow listeners to know that I took Frank somewhat to task about the advert for uh, Room 101 um, where he puts double denim in his list of things that But I like double denim. I think it's comfortable, and it looks like I want to look. Someone that, you know, is pretty relaxed. (laughs) Yeah,
2: I I would guess, um, knowing what I know of the average absolute listener, that I'd say 78% of the people listening to this show now are wearing double denim. So I don't want to condemn the Denim pyjamas, probably, uh, in this case. I I think that these are people who are so drunk at the weekends, they just sleep in all their clothes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Don't get me wrong, I love them all. (laughs) Should I say, I love you all? (laughs) <laughs> That's another thing you're told at radio school. Don't talk to your other presenters. Talk directly to the listener. But, um, I don't.
1: <laughs> Absolute radio. Frank Skinner.
2: So, I, um, I did a, re- a thing I have done, I've ever done um, before I asked to be moved in a restaurant the other the other night. And, uh, which usually means that there's a terrible annoyance nearby. Yeah. And also, like, it was, it was yo sushi, so it wasn't like, you know, it's a place where you basically sit round a counter. Yeah.
0: A conveyor belt. Yeah, yeah. if you're know. not
2: familiar with Yo Sushi, it's, uh, it's a sushi restaurant <laughs> <laughs> where... Um- where um, Rocky works from the Rocky films. No, it isn't. <laughs> he said yo a lot, didn't he? Uh, no, it's um, it's it's got a conveyor belt, and you take your sushi off, it goes past. It's a fabulous uh, generation game
3: type of feel to the place. Oh, do right. you try and remember what's past
1: you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I you have to
0: remember it's how much done. is because if you picked too many of the purple ones or the green ones, so it ra- racks up the price. You don't realise it can the end. You mean
3: the dishes oh,
0: The dishes, the yeah, not the stops. fish it's
3: Purple purple and green fish in there Yes, a the coded
2: plate to, to suggest expense yeah. I have to say, Holly, I stopped noticing those colours many years ago I actually have monochrome wow. can't believe you said that during a around. recession <laughs> Yeah, well, it's no good trying to be a phony with people They know, <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about that in, in this age of identity. Yeah, but the beauty
0: there. about it is, you're actually, you can afford everything in Yo Sushi. Yes, that's right. Nothing, my... nothing above that.
2: But <laughs> even so, even so, I can. A man took me in the other day. I arrived, I was meeting a friend. I arrived early, uh-huh. as I always do. And.
3: Um, Lombardi time? Are you on Lombardi? I was on time? Lombardi time. Why don't you explain Lombardi time? Lombardi time, time is. Uh, Vince Lombardi, I believe, was an American baseball coach or football coach who said uh, if you're not 15 minutes early, you're late. Um, I love Vince. Uh, Vince uh, is uh, my uh, mentor uh, yeah, yeah. in this respect. Anyway,
2: I got in, and the guy led me to this to the counter, and it was it was a section of the counter where you're looking directly into a booth. So I am sitting, and there's two people sitting maybe three feet away from me, and um, I'm looking straight at them, and they are a young couple, and my goodness me, they were snogging big time. Oh no! And I mean, I was about to eat. And I was sitting, it was like being in some terrible peephole booth <laughs> um, on 42nd Street. With, I with mean, more expensive snacks. And, and the <laughs> way the bloke um, took me there, the waiter, was if he was doing me a favour. Oh, I've got a, I've, got a, I've got a vantage point for <laughs> you, sir. Uh, were they r- lickers?
0: R- were they good looking?
2: I'll tell you what they looked like. They looked like people who were snogging but not, not having fun. You know when you get a serious young couple... All right. Yeah, and I I felt that they probably had intense conversations. You know, like uh, in order to know love, you must also know hate. They had that kind of look about. (laughs) (laughs) He had a black roll neck sweater. I mean, come on, what is this? A workshop?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, sat opposite,
2: earnest,
0: snogging. (laughs) They both
2: look very, very earnest indeed. Um, And uh, I just thought, you know, what the Dickens? <laughs> um it's two thousand and twelve. It was my way of celebrating the anniversary. So I, I, I called the man across the, the waiter. Not the I,
0: guy snugging.
2: No, I didn't I wouldn't have I well, you know, he, he I don't know if he you. would have heard me. <laughs> <laughs> um I think uh tongue was in one ear and out the other at that stage. And anyway, um I said I, I sorry, could I need I turned away from them so they couldn't hear me. And I said uh I, I need to be moved. And the man says, a problem. And I said, look at this couple behind me. And he said, well... And he didn't get it. Oh, like, it was all right. And I said, well, I don't want to look at them. And it was just... I thought, don't make me speak louder, mate. That's yes. what I thought. And uh, I, I, was, um, I was insistent. And so I, I got moved.
3: See, I find the idea of eating raw fish stomach churning. So <laughs> the idea of being moved away from... Well, probably. I was. Uh, I think probably sat there instead of having the meal. <laughs>
2: yeah, I was combining the. T- I don't like a uh, in in pub- I mean, I'm all for laugh, Don't get me wrong. Anyone who thinks I'm anti love, think again.
3: But you're like an antipodean
2: now. PDIs, mate. No public. So, do
0: you? How far would you go in public? Holding <laughs> <your> hands. <laughs> Holding hands
2: um, No, I'm not sure about holding hands The wow. thing is, I'm...
0: firm handshake, a stiff handshake <laughs> there is a, a, There's a
2: sufficient age difference in my relationship But if we hold hands, it looks like I'm being helped <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, we still have no ads Oh, no. And I think I think the last time we had no ads on the show, I did that shredded wheat ad
3: again. Well, as it happens, Somebody has texted in to eight twelve fifteen saying Argos sells two teasmaids. That's from Alexandra from Watford. That's so lovely. You see,
2: anyways, the, we've um, had an advert now. If the watched. ads don't work, we just we just chuck them all in. So, if there's anyone listening who wants to advertise their. Uh... <laughs> that wears <laughs> we'll do it in the uh, in the shop so I think I'm going to go trailer music, let's do that
1: Absolute Radio with Frank Skinner so um,
2: anyway, so I was moved um, and um,
0: emotionally not-
3: I, was <laughs> moved, yeah. I thought you meant emotionally, I, emotionally.
2: Was moved, <laughs> <it's that laughs> no, I was
3: appalled I don't in the sushi place
2: if I was uh, a lesser man I would say get a room <laughs> Someone else
0: had obviously said, get a booth, which is the best thing you can they do. Well,
2: they house. had got a booth.
0: Well, there you go, then. That's what they're for.
2: No, they, they're, they're not you can't snog closed. in a booth... If there was a curtain, I wouldn't have minded. <laughs> it's a curtained booth with a light, say, a snogging light that you put on to, you know, do not disturb. Like
0: in strip joints, where they have sort of a back room.
2: Well, I wouldn't know that, I'm sure. <laughs>
3: I think it's fine to say get a room, just to yourself, to mutter it No,
2: it's I, it's, it's gone too much into the common parlance It has, yeah get We've
3: discussed room. this before, that when I see somebody getting stuff out of sk- skips I quite often mutter to myself, skip rat But
2: skip rat I think is alright That sounds... is fine oh. What
3: about when you're in Brighton and you see an adult on a skateboard Is it fine to mutter get a job? Well, I don't don't quite see the connection. Get a car. (laughs) Get
0: a car. Get a car, yeah. Get a bus.
3: (laughs) Like 38 year olds flying kites on the beach. Get a job. Come on, go on. I I don't like the way
2: this is going. It's going to be (laughs) James Whale on Talk Sport. (laughs) James Whale. (laughs) I I simply won't have (laughs) it. I I think I I, I didn't uh, discover the kite until later life. And you like it? I like to, I got I got one of them two handers you can make it swoop, you know that? Oh
0: yeah, yeah. Is that a kite though, or a sort of um some sort of paraglider?
2: no. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. Anyway, so um yes, so I, if you're gonna snog, do it behind a tree.
0: You yeah, but like it somebody's don't, huh?
2: You like it, don't you?
0: No, I just think yeah, you've yeah. got to. I, t- I take each case as it comes. <laughs> oh, OK. That's, <laughs> fair. that's fair enough. So if, so they're, if they're a good-looking couple, I mind a lot less than if they're not. Do you? Oh, yeah, no. I'm That'd quite prejudiced.
2: Worst. I'd rather it was an uh, repulsively ugly couple. Oh yeah, because then at least I can think. Well, you know, fair enough.
3: They're getting sort
2: of. Yeah, um, but. If it's a very... These were a good-looking couple, and it, it, it all goes a bit Athena poster. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what <laughs> I mean? Was there a
0: baby being held in between?
2: Um, there's a, n- not, a man... not, not when I was in there. <laughs> but um, I think that was on the conveyor belt. But uh, it was... Um, it was... No, I'm not having it.
0: I um, I don't really... Uh, I don't, I'm don't. very bad at any kind of physical contact in, in public anyway, even at the best of times I'm not good at You mean you mean hugging I'm very bad at that I just get I feel very nervous when people go in for a hug like you know if someone goes in for, I've just met them and they go in for the kiss mm-hmm. you know yeah. like on the cheek I get there's a moment where I'm like are we going for one or two it all gets awkward i well just I kissed terrible. you this
2: morning when, when we met um,
0: I thought we did alright
2: I thought I was <laughs> a bit embarrassed <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 yeah but you did it <laughs> on the lips and your tongue was out so yeah. there was a lot <laughs> wrong with that well I thought
2: I thought that would just break the ice <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it, it was so. I was. I thought you blushed a little. It I was, oh,
0: I'm just terrible at anything. I yeah, would. I
2: felt the heat as I leaned towards your face. I felt the heat. It was like it was like leaning into a blast furnace. <laughs> oh, wow. it's what like I imagine kissing Sir Alex Ferguson would be. I imagine he generate. I imagine he's got a head like a meteor.
3: How often do you imagine that?
2: (laughs) I've imagined it. I think four times tops. (laughs) And it's always. (laughs) Have you kissed everyone in
0: the Premier League? I imagine a
2: strong smell of scotch. (laughs) um, No,
0: no, no! I reckon he's more of a portman. Do you think he's a
2: (laughs) portman too? Uh, yeah, well, anyway, I've never... Um, I I think I shook hands with Sir Alex Ferguson once, if I remember rightly. Eh? Yeah. He was wearing a traditional hand buzzer <laughs> that used to get from joke <laughs> shops in the 70s. I felt all, all my hair rise slight, slightly. Um. So there's... Um,
3: what else? There's this thing that... um. Actually, when we're on the subject of PDAs, did you see this story in the news this week about... PDAs being public displays of affection, for those who are not I up on the... Uh, on I worked with an once that always shouted, and now PDAs, mate. Um, uh, have you seen this about this guy that uh, will dump your girlfriend or boyfriend and it will only cost you a fiver? It's <laughs> a story that's been in the news. Uh, apparently there's a That's website. the great thing about the recession, is people get very inventive. Yeah, there's you know, an really? entrepreneurial spirit to it, isn't there? Is, there is, yeah. Uh,
2: there's, there's, I, I'm, I can, there's something Richard Branson about a man offering to dump your partner that? for
3: a <laughs> £5 <laughs> plus expenses of £20 for, per hour, that sounds like a tax judge to me, £5 plus expenses. Well
2: that's uh, not, can I say that absolutely, I'm not accusing this man <laughs> in any way of dishonesty <laughs> and I hope he's declaring all of I this money. I hope he's
3: declaring it all. Yeah. Uh, it says, good point, Keek Bush. that's his surname, Keek Bush, Uh Jonathan Keekbush, I might be mispronouncing that uh, he uh, <laughs> he turns up and he will dump your boy or girlfriend for £5 plus expenses and uh, it says he, he uh, advertises his services on fivesquids.co.uk where there's a variety Well of- hold
2: on Let's not let's not plug this service I mean Give I, them a, adverts It's <laughs> the sort of thing You know You might get drunk Phone him up And then the next day I think actually I've changed my mind about it. Too late he's it's gone It's sort of like it. a
0: hitman though oh, no, you, like you get a, a similar hitman. situation If you're he with makes, a hitman
3: He makes double sure Is that right You
2: really want Yeah to you're him.
0: drunk <laughs> You would phone them up Next morning you're like Why did I do that
2: <laughs> Yeah I hate that I hate that um, <laughs> I That moment when you wake up And realise you've hired a hitman
3: The night before
2: Yeah it's God
0: That is You get that awful Hangover guilt feeling
3: you've hired a hitman. Text eight twelve fifty. You what have to you? go
0: through your phone, just checking which hitman you texted. <laughs> yeah. I, I think
3: there should be. Um, it wouldn't it
2: be a good idea if when people start a relationship, they have a kind of a, a sort of a prenup type. Uh-huh. Thing. Do you know what?
0: I I would be really up for some sort of contractual agreement. So you go, let's just do six months and then review it after that time. And then we don't have any other sort of like, oh, we, we, we didn't see this through and give no, it I was
2: thinking more like, you know when people who do sadomasochism have a kind of a code word <laughs> <to> sp- <laughs> that means stop hitting me.
0: Yes. Mine's a flapjack. Is it really?
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it must be very confusing if you're being... Um, Brutally beaten in Pret <laughs> <laughs> Pret a
0: then, then it's yoga bunny <laughs> Yeah,
2: oh, well that, that makes all the difference in the world No but if you said um, If you said look If if you or I want to split up At any point in the relationship We just text each other the code word And then the deal is we have to leave it at that We can't argue, we can't ask why You just get the code word And it, Like for example are, are you familiar with the phrase uh, Deep six No to deep, six. deep six i think it's a nautical term i think the idea is if you're in more than six fathoms of water and something goes overboard it, it it's forget about it it's gone all right uh, and and so you could just have that word deep six and you can just text that to you but per- and then they can't combat they can't try uh-huh. and make amends or find out where you're upset the deal is that whoever sends that text that's the end of the relationship Full stop. The
0: difference, though, is that if something falls overboard at six fathoms of sea, the good chances it wasn't because it met someone else. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, it that, wasn't because
0: it met its best friend. No, or but
2: th- that's all. You, you, the idea is you you give up the right. You wouldn't. You'd
0: never have to bump into that thing at six fathoms. Well,
2: let's save time. Let's just text each other a full stop. <laughs> that should, uh, rather than a dot dot dot.
1: Absolute Radio with Frank Skinner.
2: Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio, and we were talking about the uh, the hitman relationship ender.
3: I don't know if my wife's listening, but she's just texted me saying, "Don't ask, don't tell." I don't. Is that, is that, <laughs> is that your code word for <laughs> the end of the relationship? <laughs> yeah, it was a conversation a long time ago. I've forgotten that. Don't ask, don't tell. Well,
2: I looked at I looked him up this uh, this person, the uh, relationship hitman. Oh yeah, he was. Uh, by the way, if you want to text us, text us on eight twelve fifteen and uh, about anything, including this. And uh, he was wearing a a gingham trilby. gingham trilby? No.
0: A gingham trilby. I
2: draw the line. (laughs) I mean, this is a rare example of shooting the messenger, I think, which would be acceptable. (laughs) Is this man... You don't want to be dumped by someone in a gingham (laughs) trilby. I mean, what is it? It's like
0: one of those butcher's butchers hats. It looks more like a butcher's hat than a... You know what I'm talking about? That's gingham.
2: I know gingham when I see it. I grew up on The Wizard (laughs) of Oz. Did you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Dorothy, um, Dorothy always wore gingham.
0: You can't wear a trilby, a gingham trilby without having it at a jaunty angle.
2: Well, he's got it at a jaunty angle. So what I'm thinking is he's a bit of a character, this guy. I don't want to be dumped by a bit of a character. I don't want someone to come and say, you know, um, I've been speaking to uh, Suzanne and, uh, hey, guess what? And then uh, maybe, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's, there, isn't, there isn't a musical element. He does yeah. some sort of version of Another One Bites the
3: Dust. Or he does a joke, he like, what starts with D and rhymes with bumped? Yes. And then you go, dumped, and he goes, you! You know, like, oh. oh. No, that's,
2: and that's, everyone's that's...
0: filming it on their phones, and it's all on YouTube, it's that's like funny. eight hits. He looks like the
2: third person on Blind Date, he's
3: <laughs> He has of him, the one who wears the, the spandex. In fact, it. I'd rather pay £10 and have someone dumped with a sense of gravitas than this Imagine big like, guy do
0: it. Sorry, imagine if, he was a- if you got him to ask people out for you, oh, chances yeah. would be much slimmer that
3: that would be uh that would be good though this because is what i like about the story because it's kind of a return to the playground rules isn't it of you know can you go and dump her for me did and, people do that in i remember i remember, remember, remember then
2: my mate fancies you yeah, trying yeah. to get but not my it's mate no longer wishes to be that's because i never went out with anyone until i was about 20 by then people had generally grown up if he did it for me i'd want him to sing be great singing
3: dump yeah
2: <laughs> you pushed and pushed and pushed at Frank, and now he's finally jumped. You're dumped, you're dumped, you're dumped. Waving the uh, gingham trilby.
3: Jazz
2: I think there's there.
0: an Ivan Novello in that. That was an incredible <laughs> bit of, off, the, off the top of your hat, Pet.
2: Oh. Thank you very much. <laughs> off the top of my gingham trilby, <laughs> which I'm not wearing. No, it's, um, I, I sort of admire, as you say, his entrepreneurship. No. But um, how, does he, um, how does he find the person? On the website. No, oh. but the person say if I phone him up, right? And uh, I say, you know, I've been married fifty-two years. I want to, I want to end it. Can you tell my wife? How does he find um, the wife? Or well, presumably, you would give your wife's number or a workplace. Yeah, but or that's a worse, isn't it? I'm not going to give the. Um, the phone number of a newly single woman to a man in a gingham trilby. I
3: don't think he's a hunter. I don't <laughs> think he finds the person. I think he just goes and delivers the information. No, but he
2: has to track them down in order to have the conversation. He offers her face-to-face, doesn't he, for a supplementary fee?
3: I think he does, but I think he's assuming that you will give him the name and address of the person, rather than that he has to play this enormous game. S- like yeah, you,
2: pro- I think, I, you know what, I've been, I've been so obsessed with watching Sherlock, <laughs> just lately. I think my <laughs> life has become... Anyway, Frank,
1: Frank, Frank Skimmer, Frank Skimmer, Absolute Radio.
3: We've got quite a few texts in from people that want their uh, their businesses advertised while the adverts weren't yeah, working. I don't, I don't know if
2: we can legally do that, but we can generally uh, skate around the subject. We
3: can let you know that. Your, uh, I don't want to get down. Correspondence is valued. I don't want
2: things going this morning. I don't want to a court case.
3: Sweets and Treats, an old-fashioned sweet shop in West Wickham has texted in. That's nice, isn't it? Sweets
2: and Treats. No, yeah, but do we want
3: to encourage child uh, obesity? Well, it's, you say that, but she says uh, it's uh, sugar-free and gluten-free sweets, so I can
0: oh. eat them. Oh. That's not a sweet, then, is it? It's not. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's Look, not, not
2: let's not lead them in and then slap them across the face once My the
3: door's closed. team, can you please, please... Add Advertised by a little canal-side cafe in Rickmansworth, Hertfordshire. There we go. I'm not even going to name it because we might get in trouble. But there won't be that many by
0: no. the side
2: of the canal.
3: Exactly. We've named it Obliquely, haven't we? We've yeah. given you
2: obliquely would be a great name <laughs> for it. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> it. Sounds like a Jane Austen sort of setting. Sounds
2: like the a, a presenter of Dancing on Ice. Christine Obliquely. Had she, a bit, had she had a bit more Irish. I think she says bleatly, doesn't she? She doesn't want to be known as Blequely.
3: I wouldn't have thought. Oh, I don't know. That sounds like a bit of a down. There's though, a, uh,
0: an advert for children's children's beds. Nice. Did you have a novelty bed as a child? Children's um, yeah. beds? Yes, novelty what? children's beds. Okay.
3: Oh, I guess they've got things on them like you know, Shrek or Spider-Man.
2: I think it's more
0: like a racing car. Oh, You know, right. like half a yeah, racing yeah. car. Oh, one of those oh, like things.
3: Cars 2, that would be really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah
2: we, had, uh, we had a cheap one. It was like two beds welded together. <laughs> <laughs> Cotton <Constant laughs> shots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, nothing novelty about my bed, except there was um, three of us in it. (laughs) A little insight into um, the former life of the presenter there on Absolute Radio. (laughs) (laughs) Went a bit Matt Berry. So, uh, yeah, we were talking about this bloke is offering a fiver to to dump your partner. If... um, I think the whole idea of this website is people offer unusual services.
3: Yeah, I had a look at it. It's weird, the but variety.
2: I mean, of a clean, of a clean
3: nature.
0: All obviously. for five oh. pounds. Yeah. yeah,
3: you can get someone to tweet for you. You can get someone to do a spreadsheet. There's all sorts of stuff. Really <laughs> weird, some of it. But, yeah, uh, but
2: but fun. It's quite a fun. What thing. would you go for if you could if you could pay someone a fiver to do a job you
3: hate doing? Well, I'll tell you what I think would be a, a this morning. I might ask him to do this. Yeah, come and <laughs> do <to> the show. <laughs> I think. Um, This is going to sound like the most middle-class radio above it ever. I think people who've got a cleaner resent having to do that little tidy-up that you do before the cleaner gets there. I think it'd be quite (laughs) nice to pay someone a fiver to do the pre-cleaner tidy. a pre-cleaner. a good idea, idea, isn't it? I think a pre-cleaner tidy is worth a fiver, isn't it?
0: Mine's quite similar because I hate cleaning my teeth. If I didn't have to clean my teeth, (laughs) I would happily not bother. If there was any reason why I could get out of it, I would do it. So what I'd like is for £5 twice a day, someone just to stand next to my bed with a sort of old Victorian-style metal bowl... And um, oh, I could just yeah. spit into it with my, you know, just make it as minimal effort as possible.
2: Hmm. <laughs> that's good. What you want is tuberculosis. <laughs> <because that's laughs> I
0: want yeah. a teas made equivalent of a toothbrush. Yeah, yeah. you
2: don't look that big. Yeah, the one that sort of makes its <sighs> way across in the morning while you're still. <laughs> 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 is this Wallace and Gromit that we're
0: describing? Keith <laughs> yeah. <now? Some> <laughs> Robinson.
2: Actually, <laughs> I'd, I'd be happy for someone to shave me in oh, the mornings yeah. You do not
0: or like that
2: yeah, just the face, yeah, not the, not the whole thing. I don't want to be slipping out of bed. <laughs> um, it's the only way I can get any purchase on my shiny my shiny fitted sheets. They're pure silk.
1: <laughs>
2: they are. Um, yeah, I'd like that's. I'd, I'd happily. Uh, I'd be happy with that.
3: A fiver for a shave.
2: Yeah, yeah probably
3: every second day, wouldn't it? You I mean? don't. But I, I, I'm just.
2: Do people tidy before the cleaner comes round? Have you got a cleaner? Uh,
3: yes. But
2: I don't, I don't, I do do I wouldn't mind someone who came around after the cleaner To turn the lights off (laughs) (laughs) Whenever I get back She tends to leave all the lights on
3: I think it's a way of saying look how clean this is
0: (laughs) Or just to acknowledge that she's been there
3: Someone could come round you and after the cleaner just straighten all the pictures back up. <laughs> that's another thing. But where does it end? And yeah, then exactly. someone has to come round Before and. Before you know it, you're spending £20 a week, aren't you? On, just
0: <laughs> with, um, on men with gingham hats jobs, just coming yeah. round straightening them Well, it that's it.
2: The gingham trilby could be the badge of these these £5, these five pound service <laughs> people. And they could. Uh, oh, I tell you what, I wouldn't mind. Someone who um, gets your cough links in.
0: <laughs> that's not worth five pounds. Well, Come is, on, well, that's inflation. No, c- I'd say that's a quid each. Top. No, I
2: think you'll find that's it. That's a broomstick-based uh, <laughs> game in Harry Potter. <laughs> 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 No, I, I'm all right for the first, the first section of the sleeve, but getting it through the second section, I find quite. Tricky.
0: This is a this is an expensive man's problem, isn't it? <laughs> oh, like, I can't get is my cufflinks in. First world
2: problem. Yeah. <laughs> the second cufflink insertion. <laughs> yeah. A novel by Battle Elman. <laughs> 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 no, it's. Um, I would like. I would like that.
1: You,
3: you
2: just you think of all the the things that you don't like doing in life. There aren't many, but. No. But do you want a stranger coming in In, in a Gingham Trail bit
0: <clears throat> I'd like somebody just before I went on stage Or just in, in any meeting situation Just to check My face were done up I didn't have any bogeys And my makeup was sort of straight And then I could just go on there Confidently knowing that I was ready And that there was nothing that could go wrong
3: Yeah, if only you'd been here this morning
0: Absolute Radio
1: Frank Skinner
3: Somebody's texted in saying, nail clip for dogs for £5. Now, that would be good, because uh, clipping the dog's toenails is, is a pain. That's a chore of a job.
2: Well, I I would say one of my favourite sounds in all the world is the sound of dog toenails on linoleum. <laughs> um, so I like to leave them long.
0: You've got a CD of that that you play to go to sleep, though. I,
2: I, I use it for my <laughs> like massage. Like dolphins. It's my massage, fact, yeah.
0: Dogtails on aluminum, no, four. Dog, no dog Now that's nails. what <laughs> <not dog tiles. laughs> Now that's what I call dog nails on linoleum. <laughs> 38
3: I'm on the same cycle of uh, of Nail clipping as my dog mm-hmm. When when mine need done, the dog's need done Can you do each other, do each other's left <laughs> Usually do them on the
2: same <laughs> day yeah. On the
3: left, so it's doing the right, it's difficult isn't it? <laughs> yeah.
2: They yeah. should
0: call it a pedicure
3: A pedicure, yeah It's yeah, a nice. fabulous idea Hey, I, uh, I heard a, a great motto while I was away. I've been, uh, I've been in Bermuda doing some comedy gigs, Ruff, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and I met an American yeah, comic, yeah. Um, <laughs> and American comics are American comics, you know, so... They're uh, not liked. They're not like like comics. They're they're more polished than us, definitely. They are. They're they're very polished. They are polished. And on that subject, we were discussing Jerry Seinfeld, who is perhaps arguably the most polished.
2: I've never met Jerry Seinfeld, but I bet he smells of aftershave lotion. I I suspect that's true. What's the
0: difference between aftershave and aftershave lotion?
2: Oh, none. That's it. Well, one's a longer description. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> what? Okay, then maybe he smells of aftershave balm. Is that maybe what you're getting there? Might, <laughs> might have a balm, I don't know. Yeah,
0: anyway, a balmy, a balmy v- vibe.
3: I have not been able to get a Jerry Seinfeld motto out of my head from when, apparently when he worked on the road, he had the motto. Do you want to hear it? Because we're all comics in this room, and maybe the listeners have a have an interest in, in uh, how people live their life. On the road, his motto was, Eat right, pack light, work tight. I loved that. I genuinely loved it. That's his motto.
0: Eat, eat, eat right. Right.
3: Pack light. Pack light. Pack light. Work tight.
0: Work tight. Good night. What does he mean it's by tight. work
3: tight? Work tight. I think he means you know. Get drunk. No. Before no. You go on. No. I think he means you know. Storm it. Do your do your stuff. Keep it tight. Make it good. Uh, I obviously it's been misheard by some British comics and it just means that they don't buy a round at the bar. <laughs> now, well, I
2: I, um, I don't like the sound of work tight. That sounds like someone who's carefully honed their material till there's no humanity left in it.
3: You carefully hone
2: your Yeah, you material. just read that. You yeah. just read
0: that off a bit of paper. have <laughs> yeah, written yeah, before. Yeah, I've got that
2: written down. <laughs> <laughs> I've done an cue. This whole thing's done an auto. <laughs> we've rehearsed this eight times.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're God. taking against me. <laughs> Yeah, it's good that we've got that very laid-back atmosphere.
2: <laughs> the, I, an American comic said to me, well, I was starting out and I was looking for advice, and he said, um, never leave your wallet in the dressing room.
3: Never leave your wallet in the dressing and room. And I've lived,
2: I've lived by that. Certainly. I like a motto. I'm, I'm all for it, but I don't, I don't like Jerry's.
0: Is that your motto? I'm uh, all for a motto?
2: <laughs> yes. The Skinner family motto is sanguis elvut nera.
3: What's that?
2: Which means uh, blood and wounds. That's the Skinner family motto. I looked it up on the internet. <laughs> Did which, is, again, is a great one for stand-up. Yeah. I think... And then, of course, there's uh, Catherine Jenkins, whose motto is The Lord's Prayer Recited Backwards.
1: <laughs> Absolute Radio with Frank Skinner.
2: This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio, and I'm with um, Alan Cochrane and Holly Walsh. That's the kind of morning I'm having.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and, Don't uh, make it sound like such a bad thing. Oh, it's just
2: nothing's quite right this morning. My headphones aren't right. The adverts weren't out. working. Yeah, I feel like I'm disconnected from my people.
0: I've got an email that will connect you back to your people. Good. From a lady called Marie who saw you on Graham Norton, and you were talking about sw- your swimming endeavours, and ah, that yes. she felt that. Everything you were saying was the same thing that she, she'd thought over all these years about her own swimming. She's a non swimmer, and that you, you were very inspiring to non swimmers.
2: Oh, well, that, um, that I nice hope swimming. I don't let them down because there's a secret society of non swimmers. I, I did the Graham Norton show, and I said, the thing is that for sport relief, after all these people do all these massive, um, you know, swim the channel and all that stuff, mm-hmm. I'm going to swim a, a length. Um, of a, of a, actually, it's going to be. If, it looks like it's going to be Olympic pools, and in fact, it'll actually be a width. Is I'm going to swim because that is a normal length. <laughs> twenty-five that,
3: meters. Even that is amazing, isn't it? Because that sort of lets you know how big Olympic pools are. Yeah, Our exactly. Width is a normal length.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: There's fifty meters, aren't they? They're yeah. fifty. 50 the
3: length of yeah, it's like they're huge.
2: Yes, yeah, so, but um, even I mean, twenty-five meters. Just me swimming. I'm frightened of water. Just getting in. So, but afterwards, when I told the story, the audience were laughing like it was some mm-hmm. ironic thing I was going to do. And then after, in the green room, a woman came up to me and said, "Excuse me, but." I'm frightened of water as well. I just want to wish you the best of luck. And it's like being part of a little, you know, the secret handshake.
3: Oh, nice. And we both got the shaky hands for it. So I am yes. On Five Live, and I was rooting for you, even as I was driving. Well, the thing is, is,
2: it could well be one of the challenges. Because they always seem to complete the challenges, don't they, on on Sport Relief. No one ever fails, and this could be the one. (laughs) Honestly, because I um, am, well, I can't use the expression but i'm quite frightened
0: do you know which pool you're going to be doing it in well it looks
2: like it's going to be the olympic pool
0: in uh east london
2: oh, great. I, d- I don't know where it is you know i'll just get in a car and be taken there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you should get one of those yeah, um olympic i there olympic, I'm um, not swimming
2: there. olympic <laughs>
0: ring tattoos from doing it
2: do you think so <laughs> yeah what with the logo you deserve or? it the yeah. really Getting rubbish your, logo sort of, um, of a massive on your one your hip bone <laughs> <laughs> no I'm, i mean i'm 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 hoping i get the rowboat yeah. You know the accompanying rowboat with the, uh, the, the megaphone and the, uh, <laughs> the hot sweet tea?
0: This is obviously something you haven't had to think about before, but are you going to go for the Speedo, the, the Bermuda? I mean, which kind of swimming trunks are you going for with this? Well, like, or are you I just going to go st- for some full enough, costume?
2: I asked um, one of the people from Sport Relief if there was a sort of something that um, involved a kind of a... If there was a Speedo all in one, I want to wear a teddy is what I want to wear. Nice. Uh, because I, I don't... My um, my torso is... It's just kind of upset. So, like people.
0: a sort of Victorian gentleman with sort of um, nice. stripy... Nice
2: well, I don't be... want it to be comedy, though. Do you know what I mean? I, I could drown. I don't want to drown in a comedy <laughs> outfit. I don't want to be like Yogi Bear. Surely you just don't Not
3: want to Not that Yogi Bear
2: drowned. I'm dressed as Yogi Bear. Sorry?
3: Uh-huh. Surely you just don't want to
2: drown. The, the um, mainly, I don't <laughs> the want to drown.
0: The clothing becomes secondary as a concern. So, have you got... um um armbands at the moment is that patronizing to ask
2: um uh, no apparently they're not they're not keen on that i've actually had um air-filled implants put into my biceps
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so that no no um oh well i have learned had my first lesson Yeah, i don't have my first lesson for another week oh. so i don't know how they're going to do it with me but Maybe i am um, it's like
3: uh, riding a bike where you don't do stabilizers anymore they don't do that do they not the, the advice is not to do stabilizers Why? I think you, it's it's easier to go from no stabilisers to riding a bike now. Stabilisers would be a great idea, though, wouldn't they, for swimming, if I had, like, wheels that <laughs> went <laughs> to the bottom.
2: Really but long. apparently it's something like five metres or something in the Olympic pool. What, downwards. I have never, ever been out of my depth in a swimming pool in my really? life. Really? Because n- my only thing is I can float a bit, but I have to know it and put my feet down at any time. Oh, wow. Uh, it doesn't bear thinking about. And <laughs> Zach Braff, who was on Graham Norton with me, said, well, you know, you could just take a really long time and I could keep cutting back to you. you know? <laughs> I thought, That's an interesting. Then someone could come in and move me along the
1: pool. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I think I'm going to do it the way... You know, I've ever seen people walk on hot coals, when you do it as fast oh, yeah. as you can to get it over with. Yeah. So I want to really build up a speed in case I just lose my uh, nerve. Anyway, that's what I'm going to do, and I am genuinely frightened. Oh,
3: well, best of luck. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah,
0: congratulations great. for giving it a go. Oh,
2: well, I just read um, a thing about... You know, you see those things in the paper about people complain about things from holidays, and they have a list of genuine complaints. Mm-hmm. And one of them uh, was from parents who said, we were never told that there would be fish in the sea. <laughs> Our children were genuinely startled. So, um... I've got all that to look forward to, that little voyage of discovery.
1: Absolute Radio, with Frank Skinner.
2: So, um, I was reading uh, an interview with, uh, with Simon Cowell.
3: Are we really going from The Fall to Simon Cowell I think that <laughs> in one easy stride? No, you
2: can't say that, you see, because we're not playing The Fall on all the other channels we're on. Oh,
0: OK. <laughs> no, Aww. I think he was talking about a sort of bigger picture, like The Fall of Man to Simon Cowell. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's been quite... Now you've, now about you've it. taken it
2: even longer.
0: <laughs> we're still off
2: air now on Absolute 80s. <coughs> uh, so um, Simon Cowell is planning... So he says, this could be the, the, the winner of um, Britain's Got Talent, which I think starts... Does it start this week? I think it might, yeah. I I hope it starts soon, because I need a haircut, and I can't possibly go to the hairdressers if there isn't a major reality TV show on. So I won't have anything to
3: talk about in the chair. (laughs) Is that what you talk about? At all. I would have thought you would... uh Spend your time and when it came to small talk topics. I would have thought football would have been your natural ground. No, but they're us. all
2: young, they're all young, sort of Australian women at the hairdresser. You should go to a different hairdresser then. No, but this is nine quid, you can't <laughs> turn your back on that.
0: <laughs> I think if you looked at a certain website, you could get it for a fiver. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <you> could.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to be, I don't want it to be topped top <laughs> off with a the man the in <laughs> yeah, I, I will not have my hair cut maybe by a man who wears a hat. Maybe that's why he's got it because he got his hair cut for a for fiver.
0: fiver. <laughs>
2: So, uh, yeah, so, anyway, he's saying that the winner, he's he's been in talks with Richard Branson, and the winner of um, Britain's Got Talent, he will um, sing in space. Ah, yeah, I saw that. Um... And uh, he puts it in a very strange way. He said, imagine Susan Boyle singing on chain Melody in front of the whole planet. What does that mean, in front of the whole planet? Does he think that if you're in space, you're like the man in the moon, everyone can see you? Yeah. Still, she could do it in front of the whole planet, just from a room somewhere.
3: Yeah,
0: and not- what is the front of the planet? Well, yeah. <laughs> like she could actually be doing it to one side of the whole planet. And also,
2: my head's going mad now. He's also (laughs) forgot that she didn't win it. Oh, she was second, so she wouldn't even been there unless she stowed away, like in Alien. Who won it? (laughs) Who won it that year? Was the um, diversity won it? Oh, did
3: they?
2: I don't
0: know. Yeah. So, but but also, people don't go into a talent competition to sing in space. Like that's not. They're not. That's no one's dream has ever been. I want to become an amazing singer so they get to sing in space. It's not a prize people are interested in. Well, you give them a million-pound record deal.
2: Well, then what they usually get is they get to sing at the Royal Variety Performance, which is such a perfect reward for an odd sort of show that features people from the periphery of society.
0: Yeah,
2: because there's something very bizarre about the fact that the Royal Variety Performance still exists. Have you I done think. it? I did it. I I died most dreadfully. <laughs> I mean, I must say. <laughs> did you? Oh God, yeah, it went so badly. I remember there was a woman in the front row wearing a sweatshirt with a, um, with a t- big tiger face on it.
0: You know that was a queen? <laughs> was <laughs> it?
2: <laughs> See, I don't like the way they've gone cash. <laughs> I
0: don't well, like cash. that. I
2: like, I like a bit of distance from the Royal... No, it was. I had a terrible experience there. And they always say this thing, though, on Britain's Got Talent, they say this thing that... Uh, well, if someone goes on and they're like a, a, a stage belcher or something, so they belch some tunes, mm-hmm. and then they'll say, do you, do you really think the Royal Family want to see this that's that that's become their rule of thumb for right. what's morally acceptable i've often thought i'd like to go on britain's got talent but talent <laughs> and uh, slaughter an enormous stag <laughs> as my act and then when he said do you think the royal family w-? oh yeah.
3: actually they yeah, they yeah. do like this kind of stuff yeah and then they'd be experience. exposed to the um, I read that thing that he's going to send the winner into space but they also showed a a photo of one of the people that had auditioned in the Salford Lowry in Manchester and it was a guy dressed as a Roman centurion and I thought, of all people to catapult into space he is perhaps least equipped because he's behind even us I mean, I'm not ready for a trip to space but this guy's a Roman centurion in his own head
2: I wonder what the act is it yeah, involves being dressed as
3: a Roman Maybe he kills a stag <laughs> I don't know Did they have stags? No, there? but they were probably better with a sword than we are I hope there's a lion I'm involved. pretty
0: good with a sword but anyway, are yeah. Are you? Yeah My granny had a sword and I used to, I used to play with it True story
2: <laughs> Your granny had a sword? <laughs> yeah Okay I think we'll come back to this <laughs> one if you want to text us about anything, at eight twelve fifteen. If it's if it's is your granny still alive? No. I oh, see you have no backup on this. This could be completely <laughs> made up. But um, anyway,
1: Absolute Radio with Frank Skinner.
2: What's we talking about, Simon We're talking Cowell?
3: About Simon Cowell. The other thing I liked in the article I read was that it said that he's just got back off his New Year holiday. He's only just announced this after his New Year holiday. I was thinking, on the 20th of January or 19th or whatever it was. And then I thought, oh, well, he probably has to take all that time off because that's probably how long it takes him to change his money back to British, isn't it? Like to English money. Well I don't think <laughs> he brings it, it all you don't I've have done. to change your entire Because <laughs> I've just brought back about $50 from Bermuda but he's probably got to change like 3.5 million quid back into <laughs> money hasn't he? Have I misunderstood <laughs> this? That's probably why he's taken so long to start piping <laughs> up.
2: One thing he said was that Richard Branson it's going to cost something, like, he said something it's going to cost um, millions to uh, do this thing in outer space mm-hmm. uh, but you can get a ticket on uh, that Spaceship, and it's not—it's not millions. It's, it's about thirty grand. When, do, when does in... that all kick off? I don't. Know. I, I, well, they said this year, probably. So, couldn't you just go on it? You could put your winner on it, then they could
3: get up and do their act. Yeah, but then it would cost a lot to put the cameras in and stuff like that. Yeah,
0: but not <sighs> that much. Yeah, Cam-corder, Cam-corder. just
2: building it off. He
3: also said he said this
2: can't be compulsory, but it will happen. Uh-huh. Well, what does that mean? <laughs> can't be compulsory, but it will happen. I think Simon Kell might have.
3: It, I think it's finally happened. Well, he's gone a bit. I think he's gone. He has worn his trousers very high for a long time. <laughs> well, I don't
2: know if he does that anymore. I mean, it's don't get me wrong, he's blood. in great shape physically. <laughs> Is he? In, I think he's rotting from the core, like he's being microwaved by immorality. <laughs> And I don't know about you, but I hate it when that happens. <laughs> he's also he's poached Alicia Dixon. I don't mean in an elaborate
0: <laughs> cooking. <laughs> yeah, that'd be yeah. uh magic if that came
2: out. Did he spin the water <laughs> first like the do one? <laughs> yeah, and he said I did it, he said, mainly to uh, just a scopper. Um, strictly Come Dancing. Yeah.
0: Did he say that? Yeah.
3: yeah. Seventy thirty.
0: I would be so annoyed if I was Alicia Dixon, because then you just realise you were nothing but a pawn in a in a power game.
2: In a rich man's game. Well, that's yeah. why we got you in this morning. Huh? To, uh, <laughs> I'm nothing but a pawn. To for sea babies.
1: <laughs> Frank. 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 Skimmer. Frank Skimmer. Absolute radio. Skimmer. We've
3: had a few people texting with the... Uh, uh, Advice for you on your verrucas,
2: Frank. Uh, this is what people want on commercial radio: <laughs> is verruca cures. I've always said that. You go down for a ban.
3: After trying all the different verruca remedies on my daughter's foot, resulting in really sco- sore skin and still no success, I decided to look for a herbal remedy. Although mm. I am a cynic, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that caveat makes us trust you slightly more. Didn't you um, go to the local village coven? So she, it's Helen. Okay. However, one remedy was to cut a square of banana skin, which I imagine is quite a hard thing to do. Place it. (laughs) What? I could do that in a trice. Really?
2: (laughs) You You could probably
0: hole punch a banana skin, I reckon. That would work, yeah. Place it
3: inside down on the veruca. And cover it with a plaster. We did this every night for a week, and the Veruca had gone. Something to do with the chemical makeup of the banana skin, maybe. <laughs> I like that. I think that's a possibility. You the should give us a try. I like an email that ends with two questions.
2: <laughs> I, nice. I like the uh, the comedy element of it involving a banana skin under a foot.
3: Yeah, doesn't it? it sounds hazardous straight away. <laughs> but if you uh, if you fix it firmly with plaster, I oh, think well it be um, a plaster, oh
2: Can I say that we don't um, absolute radio don't sanction any of these experimental cues for varuca. <laughs> <laughs> if you do it and your foot turns into a banana, don't come crying to me. Well, a bloke, another bloke banana has, uh, foot. <laughs> has Already got in. the nickname. It hasn't happened yet.
3: <laughs> Sorry. Another man has emailed in. My chemist had no tape to wrap my daughter's veruca. The DIY man next, the DIY man next door suggested gaffer tape. <laughs> the veruca didn't see the light of day. Worked a treat. Uh, what I like so. about
0: this is that. I imagine there's two shops next to each other. One is a chemist, the other one is a DIY shop. <laughs> yeah. And if anyone comes out looking baffled, the guy just leans out his shop and offers an alternative. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so you gap tried... mate. Uh, you tried... You, you, you who?
3: Have
2: <laughs> you tried uh, raw plug in the Veruca? <laughs> <laughs>
0: just drill it out, mate. Drill <laughs> yes. it out.
2: That's the thing to do, isn't it? I reckon you could drill it out. Isn't it
0: just? So what are you going to do about it?
2: Well, I'm, hopefully, I'm going to um, cause a major outbreak at the Olympics. Oh no! Are you
0: just going to walk? Oh yeah, because you're going to the Olympic pool. Yes, yeah, so, so, so you just could leave, really spread that. Leave uh,
2: Ver- Veruca spores in the uh, Veruca spores. Another great band. Second <laughs> album lost its way a bit, but um, yeah. Uh, so then I'm going to. Uh, so these will come in handy post Olympics.
3: You're going to have to wear a rubber sock on the telly. Well, apparently uh-huh. I
2: sp- I spoke about this. <laughs> <laughs> Shot your face. <laughs> I spoke about this, and uh, apparently it's it's been poo-pooed. The whole theory that you can catch Verrucas from. Damp surfaces and stuff. He's he's no longer accepted by the medical community.
0: What? I don't think in medical terms poo pooing.
2: <laughs> well, I think
0: it's called that's, discounting. That's medically. what it said
2: in the Lancet. Well, they are
0: quite. They've really dumbed poo-pooed.
1: down. I think the Lancet <laughs> I
3: have to say.
1: Absolute Radio, Frank
3: Skinner. On the subject of banana skins sticking it, to your foot, we've had an email. I don't know if you remember it's we talked about. Me. Do you remember we talked about the banana guard a long time ago?
2: You know, the banana guard. There is a theory. I believe this is where it comes from. That the banana is a sly and insidious <laughs> fruit. Is that you, If you put a banana in a fruit bowl, it, it it generates a gas that causes the other fruit to rot quicker than than they normally would.
3: Although it's handy if you've got fruit that you want to be ripened quicker, pop it in a oh, brown bag with a banana. Um, that's a, that's yeah. it.
0: Also, <laughs> if you peel it and you put it in a fruit salad, you've got to do, do that last, otherwise it goes black and sludgy. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: So mm. that's another it's, point against it. I think we can and say that. for this
3: the banana is not a team player. <laughs> no,
0: <laughs>
2: it's
3: very good for solo sports such as tennis. Um, I love bananas. Anyway, uh, we, we had a, an email in. That's the trailer. So Dear Frank, and I love pets. bananas. <laughs> I love the show, and I thought I would share. Oh, it's got a bit Steve right in the afternoon. I thought I would share with you a recent Christmas present anecdote of mine. Can you Imagine my delight upon receiving a banana protector. He's calling it for Christmas. See a cricketer. In, in my excitement, <laughs> I rushed to the fruit bowl to retrieve the finest specimen I could find. I think he means banana. Put it in the case to try it out. However. Upon opening another present of Christmas socks, I soon overlooked the banana protector, casting it aside. How easily done that is. Oh, yeah. This, This morning I found it again after nearly a month. And, well, I don't have to describe what I found. It had not fulfilled its purpose of preserving the banana. I don't think it was ever going. No, you see, I think it's a separator rather than a preserver. I think it's a banana guard for in your rucksack so that it doesn't get squashed, squashed by folders. Bottles. Oh, I thought it was a guard for the other fruit to stop its <laughs> vapour corrupting Come oh, we're all them. so confused.
2: No, no, I, I think guard. you're right.
0: I think it is. To put it, in your, you put it in the sort of plastic case, it's sort of like a laptop carrier bag or whatever, you know, like it's yeah. the thing that stops it getting bashed up and dented because... Everybody knows the bananas are easily bruised. Yeah,
2: but are they any more easily bruised than a peach, say? Where's the peach
3: guard? That's exactly my point. It's it's ridiculous. In fact, it, they're more protected than a peach because they've got their own skin. Nature has provided a I think there probably a is a peach guard. I'm
2: I think
0: you could get one reason. of those soap boxes.
2: There's a Scotch guard. There is I think is that's for Scotch eggs, eggs yeah? I <laughs> <laughs> you spray <laughs> that with <laughs> it <laughs> before you before you travel.
0: <laughs> no, a Scotch
2: guard is a spray, isn't is it? it? It's a yeah, sellotape. I thought No, it's a spray. Oh yeah, Scotch tape is a tape. Yeah. <laughs> Scotch card is what you spray if you're allergic to cats you
3: uh, you spray them. And it keeps
2: their dander What uh, the place. cat
0: or the the cat or the hairs. You spray the you spray the cat.
3: Anyway, I had a friend who had a similar problem that the uh, he put a humane mouse trap under the sink and then came back. was a, a banana in it. He came <laughs> back a month later and had forgotten about it. It was less than humane. Uh, less than humane then. Let's oh, just no. say. It had but been in so long it had written a note yeah. <laughs> On the bright side uh, Tom got Christmas socks I love getting socks for Christmas genuinely cheers. Not
2: if they were Christmas socks oh, no, Not if not they Christmas had like, Homer, Homer Simpson on them
0: no. Ho ho ho, ho.
2: Anyway look, this uh, time is running out <laughs> I think for all of us <laughs> If you want to uh, download Not The Weekend podcast, that's available from Wednesday Vicky Blight is next um, I look forward to your emails about banana cards, which I'm sure will come me banana guards. That's what I'm using if I ever stage a military coup in this country. <laughs> that's, that should
0: be your safety word. We are talking about it I earlier. Can
2: use your banana guards, and then you establish. That's your what, banana if you Republic. get that
0: phone call, I'll
2: remember you're that. Dumped. Okay, so um, look, if the um, if the good Lord's willing and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again next week. Thank you to Holly and to Alan, and thank you all for listening.
1: Absolute Radio with Frank Skinner.